and you need to put love into it so that it can sustain you for the rest of the time when love is not so free flowing, right? And if there is love in the tank, the the little disagreements that you have aren't going to make that big of a deal because there is love in there. There's a reserve to draw on. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reunite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. I'm so excited to be back with you and to be wrapping up our series on intimacy this week. Now, this week, we're going to talk about how to divorce-proof your marriage. We've talked about building intimacy for the past couple of weeks. This week, we're going to talk about how to divorce-proof it and why, why. Obviously, there's obvious reasons why that's important. But we're going to talk about what does that have to do with building intimacy. Let's jump right in. All right, all right. So I love this topic because in talking to people, you know, in talking to clients and reading all the books and doing all the things, I've learned that you can have all the skills. Let me tell you, you can have all the communications tools in your tool belt, all the communication skills out there. You could, you know, try to be giving I statements and, you know, requesting using your interests versus positional statements and all the great things that we learn out there and all the courses or all the things that you can learn in the Grace Fields Marriage Method, where it give you all the communication tools. However, all the tools in the world will not help your marriage if you don't have this one thing. What's the one thing? Well, let's start talking about what the thing it is not. Have you ever been in this place where maybe you say something to your husband or he says something and maybe it's like a level two or level three offensive comment and you react or he reacts with a level eight to 10 reaction for a level two or three comment. And that disparity is just like, whoa, what is going on here? That sort of thing happens when we're in a bad place in our marriage, when we're in this negative cycle, this cycle of negative emotions, this cycle of not speaking, this cycle of butting heads and everything you do and everything you try to do, nothing is seeming to work because you are in such a negative place. 
In the book, Seven Principles for Making Your Marriage Work by Dr. John Gottman. I've talked about him before. I love Dr. John Gottman. His work is really, really transformational when it comes to marriages. And in this book, he describes that situation and he calls this negative sentiment override. So what he talks about is basically everything that you try to say and you try to do to repair the marriage. Every time there's maybe some little disagreement going on, and I've talked about maybe taking a time out or doing these little repairs, everything that you try to do to repair it, <clears throat> everything you try to do really gets met with, it's like hitting a brick wall, right? It gets met with resentment and contempt and anger. You guys are so upset with each other that any repair that you try to make basically goes nowhere because you are in a bad negative place. The opposite of that is what he calls positive sentiment override. And that is where maybe you're in a much better place. And so because you're in a much better place, when something really annoying happens that maybe you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, your husband forgot to put down the seat and you fall into the bowl and you're like, babe, <laughs> and that sort of thing, which might have caused a deeper argument before. You might get upset, but you're much quicker to forgive him for it. He might just turn around and be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, babe. I forgot. Oh, okay, it's cool. You know, ah, oh, you know, that was so frustrating. But the argument ends there. Where if you're in a place of negative sentiment override, that might escalate to something pretty ugly. Oh, you never put the toilet seat down. You don't care about anything that I ask you for. You know, nothing that I ask you to do. Yeah, everything is always, you know, blah, blah, blah. You hear everything is always, you never this, you never that. You know, your poor husband just forgot to put the seat down. All of a sudden it turns into he never does anything right or vice versa. Maybe it's you, you know, maybe you forgot to unload the dishwasher and all of a sudden your husband's yelling at you because you forget everything and, and you run a messy household like, it's happened to me before. I get it. You know, when we're in that negative place, the smallest things can become triggers for like an atomic bomb in the marriage. And that is what we're looking to change. So when we're talking about this positive sentiment override, there's so many other analogies given and different marital experts that have talked about this. I've talked about this also on the show uh, in the book, Love and Respect by Emerson Egridge. He talks about the crazy cycle versus the energizing cycle and that crazy cycle being when you're in the negative place. He says a thing, pisses you off, and then you say a thing, pisses him off, and then there goes the cycle. The opposite of which he talks about the energizing cycle. He does something that makes you feel good, so you just... Do something that makes him feel good. Another analogy is in the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And again, these are all different ways of saying something very similar. Gary Chapman talks about this book, The Love Tank, where he talks about the love tank almost being like an oxygen tank. And if it's empty, like the marriage has no oxygen to breathe. I'm pretty sure fuel or something like that. But basically, it's like a tank. I've talked about even when you go to the bank and you go to the ATM and you make a deposit, right? It's different from when you make a withdrawal. But if you go to the ATM and you just, you're just swiping that card, just taking out money, 
taking out money, eventually there's going to be nothing left. Eventually that is going to be empty. So that's how we have to look at our marriages and making these deposits into our marriage, these deposits into the positive sentiment so that the positive sentiments are overriding all the negative things that come up because you have enough goodwill built with him. It's almost like, you know, someone is a really, really good driver and they get into an accident. You're like, oh my goodness, you know, I know they're a really good driver. I know they're really a careful driver. So you give them the benefit of the doubt. That's what this positive sentiment is. It's really us being able to give each other the benefit of the doubt when inevitably we fail each other because that's what happens. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail each other. We're not going to be perfect. All the communication tools in the world, again, we're not going to be perfect at it. So it's not just having the communication tools. It's not just knowing how to fight fair. It's not just knowing how to make requests, knowing how not to nag, knowing how to affirm your husband. It is also making deposits into the marriage. You can't have one without the other. Without the the two working in tandem, you're still going to have an empty marriage because you're going to be trying to work to repair it. And you know you're just going to be uh, trying to communicate is going to be getting nowhere. You will still be fighting there. Trust me, been to marriage counseling and, and that's basically what happened. There was not enough intimacy and, and sensitivity and, and positive feelings in our marriage at the time to help us through. So we're talking about the number one way to divorce proof your marriage. This is it. Putting those deposits into the love tank, into whatever analogy you want to think about it. But making deposits into your marriage is why I talked about dating your spouse again. It's why I talked about having fun in different ways that are not just talking and connecting with him, asking about his day. All the different things that we've talked about over these last few weeks, this series of intimacy, I did all that leading up to this is the way to divorce-proof your marriage. Because let me tell you, I don't want you to be one of those clients who comes to me and says, my marriage is falling apart. We're on the brink of separation. We're on the brink of divorce. I don't know what to do. Because so often that is the woman who comes to me, the woman who is so desperate to save her marriage. She's willing to do anything. And it's like, all right, honey, let's go. Let's great. Let's get the work going and let's do the work and let's do the thing. And, and we're going to learn and we're going to coach together and you're going to take the course and, and you're going to do all the things to save it. But how about we prevent that? How about we learn and we do these things to shield our marriages and to keep it from getting to that place? So whether you have a marriage that is like that, that's completely separated, this is one of the things that you're going to learn, that you'll learn in the course. These are one of the things that you're going to have to do. Or you have a marriage that's pretty good and healthy and you want to keep it that way. Or you have a marriage where maybe you're feeling a little bit disconnected, but you want to keep it from getting really, really bad. This is the way, putting these deposits and making these deposits. So what do you think? I want to hear all about it. Jump into my Facebook group. You got a couple of options here. A, you want to do it free? Cool. Jump into the Facebook group and talk to me, people. Talk to me. Let me know what your thoughts are. Ask me a question. Comment on the episode when I post it there. Anything like that, just let us know so we can have a conversation. But you got to start it, right? You got to let me know. I give you some conversation starters in there. But if I don't hear from you, what are we going to do? So run it, jump in there. The other thing you can do, if you really feel like, oh, this is something I want to work on specifically, my own situation in my own marriage, well, then in the show notes of every episode, you can find my link 
to book a one-on-one. There is very limited time slots for that just because my time is limited, but you can jump in there and grab yourself a spot. Or coming up will be the Grace Field Marriage Method. We're relaunching that. You can purchase access to that as well. And that will do all that. So the Grace Field Marriage Method will be this all-encompassing communication skills, plus building intimacy, plus doing all the things. All right, guys, I love you. Thank you so much. It was so great running this series with you guys this month in February, the month of love. Yay, I love it. And until next week. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.